Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pacey Performance Bite Size. So this clip comes from episode number 467 with Alberto Filter, who goes on into a lot of detail on the testing and training of curvilinear sprinting and its unique quality versus linear speed and change direction. Just before we do dive into this episode, I want to say a big thanks to Rock Daisy for sponsoring this episode today. Rock Daisy's athlete management system provides a powerful competitive advantage to elite sports leagues around the world. If you're looking for a solution that enables you to centralize, analyze, and visualize your data, check out rockdaisy.com and sign up for a free trial. What is curvilinear sprinting and why should why should we care? Okay, uh, curvilinear is now a trending topic. I don't understand, <laughs> Rob, but I will say that a curve sprint is a gradual change of direction, uh, avoiding a breaking of a cutting actions because this is used during football uh, to to attack the free space avoiding offside position okay and, and to me in a simple phrase, uh, phrase to me car spring is a gradual change of direction uh, that uh, enables you accelerate during all way so in terms of the demands of of within football how many spr- mm-hmm. how many times are we actually sprinting curvilinear curvilinearly versus straight because you mentioned in the article about pac-man yeah 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 <laughs> yes i think that we train a football player like a pac-man in very straight lines it's not only in spring in jump happen the same we train jump in only one plane but jump in football is parabolic and uh, yes, I think that you know that uh, the, a great percent of spring football are curvilinear. Paul Kalbeck and Thomas Dos Santos uh, just published a paper with a uh, 85% of spring are curvilinear. It's not purely strange spring. And this required a special attention. And this required uh, another perspective, another training, and include this type of spring uh, in, in the in the week, I think that is crucial to to be one step closer to football. So eighty five percent curvilinear. Yes, percent of of spring are curvilinear. Interesting. So <laughs> let's get into the testing and understanding where our football players or other team sport athletes are at. How can we test this quality? How would you recommend people test curvilinear sprint speed? Yes, I recommend it absolutely. Uh, use uh, calf spring, but Tom, I always say that you need uh, watch your player. You need watch football. You need watch uh, the position of your player, and you need watch your player during competition. Because if you have a player that uh, don't perform, that doesn't perform. Uh, sprinting, scarf uh, sprint during the competition. You don't need to test that. You, you, it's per, it's, uh, it's better that you test um, this action, this high intensity actions 
actions that player perform with competition. In the case of the calf sprint, you can use calf sprint in a lot of position. Uh, it's very easy. We we use the the, the arc of the idea because uh, it's the mm, everyone have this dimension uh, on, on the fire. The arc of the area is perfect in terms of distance, the standard spring in football with 17 meters is the typical spring in football, is the uh, average of all spring in football. Um, it's perfect uh, in related, related with the angle of turning. You have uh, a, a, good, a good angle, a good radius to, to, to spring and an average player accelerates throughout uh, all the route. And it's very simple. You, you can put uh, timing gates at the beginning and at, at, at the end and optionally, optionally you can use in the middle. And uh, with the time for one side and other side, you can obtain also asymmetry data. So this is the top of the penalty box. This is the arc at the top of the penalty box. The, the arc of the area because you have another circle in the, in the center of the, of, the, of the file, but it's very long and it's not necessary. You, with the arc of the area, you have the, in the beginning, at the end, uh, crossed with the slime line of the area. Um, it's perfect to, to assess easy uh, to, to a team of 25 players. So can you do this, could you do it without any timing gates? Is there any ways to do it without timing gates? Using a, could you use a phone? Anything like that? Uh, yes. Uh, now is we have a, a draft copy of paper in which we compare we compare mobile phone with timing gates, timing gates, and the correlation is very high. Uh, nowadays we have simple devices that give you very uh, uh, valid and reliable data. And with, uh, with, if you see the frame by frame, you can obtain time with good reliability and you can, you must, you have to put, you have to place the phone on the penalty spot. Okay. To record all curvilinear, uh, and you obtain the, the first frame when, uh, when player cross the first line and uh, you, you, you mark the, the, the end of the, of the carpet sprint as you obtain very, very uh, valid and reliable data. So this is using, what app is it using, Alberto? Sorry? What app? Is it using a particular app? Ah, uh, yes, yeah, you can use uh, the chain of direction app uh, by Carlo Vassalover. Okay, perfect. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there is also a very simple platform like Kinovea. Uh, it's for Microsoft. I think that for Apple is not uh, available. Uh, yes, it's very simple. You can use with simple mobile and Kinovea or the app of Carlos. So what, this, what kind of association are we looking at between curvilinear sprinting and change direction ability? Are they closely related? Are they completely separate characteristics? Yes. Yes, I think that is more related with linear spring. I think that single direction, single direction is absolutely another ability, absolutely different. 
because you have a braking and reaccelerate phase, and in calf spin you don't have uh, you don't have the the braking or cutting actions. Uh, for example, when we assess asymmetry, you can see that uh, the asymmetry are opposite uh, in calf spring versus a chain of direction. For example, if you have a good chain of direction, a good chain of direction for right side in your calf spring, maybe your better calf spring maybe is the left side, and this indicates that the determinant factors are different. Uh, even if you see the role of each leg in chain of direction, the most important leg is the outside leg because it's very important to break. But in calf spring, the most important uh, leg is the inside leg because you increase a lot the ground contact time. Um, are absolutely different. There is more relationship with linear spring, but also it's not identical. So do you have any particular standards for what is like world-class or what is like just in, in your population, the people that you've worked with? The standard? The standard, like good, what's a good time versus a not so good time? What's the, what's the aim for okay. what you working with your athlete? Yes, the depend of the population, as you know, uh, is absolutely different. In high performance athletes, okay, I have time about 2.60 seconds, okay, 2.60 seconds in high professional level, okay. I, I, uh, but in academy, for example, I consider that a bad cover sprint when it's higher than 3 seconds, okay. But depend of the population, depend of the position. If you have full back, you have better, uh, better performance in calf sprint than with my fighter or another position. But this is a good uh, standard. This two point sixty second approximately is a top level for uh, a top level for high experienced soccer player. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pacey Performance Bite Size. The full episode, where this clip was taken from, can be found on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The episode number is 467, and thank you for tuning in. Look forward to chatting to you next time.